As we look back on a 2022 in East Lansing, we have a superlative bonanza end of the year award show, whatever we're calling this thing. We still don't have a name for it. We never have, and we probably never will. Regardless, doing it all with Austin Smith of the only podcast. Let's get it popping. You are locked on Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Come one, come all, pour yourself a drink or not. It's really entirely up to you. But let's get ready to celebrate, but not just with me. No, 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 That This would be incredibly boring, just an overall nuisance if it was just me. That's why we got Austin Smith of the Only Podcast here to celebrate the superlative Bonanza End of the Year Award Show, part one with us. Austin, tis the season. How on earth are you doing over there? Doing great. You know, I'm here. I'm with you. It was a great-ish year in Spartan sports, and I'm – I'm excited to yell about it for a little while. Yeah, games were played. um, And that's what I want to start on here. Because, look, we're going to get into all sorts of awards. Uh, We got four that we're going to go through. Incorrect take of the year. Heart-sinking moment of the year. Off-field moment of the year. And then play of the year. But this is a time for reflection. We're in the last week of the year. Looking back. Austin, did you learn anything about yourself in the last year? Did you learn anything about Michigan State in the last year? Sports and life? In general, have you learned anything in the last year? Wow. I don't know if I have. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. you know, I don't. I, you know, it uh, potentially we'll find out when we see what mistakes were made this year manifest themselves next year. That's when I'll I'll really know. But I will say this: I will say that Spartans travel everywhere. I <laughs> I did a decent amount of traveling myself this year, and everywhere okay. I went, I saw green and white in some way, shape, or form. Multiple countries, multiple seasons, pretty, pretty cool. So, listen, we're we're out here, you know. And we're also buying NBA teams, WNBA teams as well. Um, it's not? funny how, like, I feel a sense of personal pride with Matt Ishbia last week buying the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury, even though um, I'm that doesn't affect my life at all. But I feel like a sense <laughs> of accomplishment. So, ending the year on a bang. Thank you to one Matt Ishbia. Um, there is something that I've actually, you know, I come to think of it that I've learned about myself and look, high function anxiety over here. Every single minute of every single day, I just wait for some shoe to drop. I expect the worst things to just happen. Life would be going great. I always think, when's this going to end? I think I know why I'm like that because I grew up a Michigan State fan and <laughs> coming off of an 11-1 Peach Bowl season to flipping it over to a 5-7 and seven football season or, hey, if you want to be a, a basketball head right now, we're up late, four-ish minutes against Duke. Things are going great. And then, oh, 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 my goodness. And uh, it just doesn't work out. I, I think that's where I credit it to. I don't think it was anything from, like, my childhood upbringing or the environment I grew up. I think it was purely just following Michigan State sports for as long as I have. So I, I've learned that again yeah. in 2022, which is healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's hammered home every every year inevitably for me. Yeah, it's it's the same thing over and over and over again in some way, shape, or form. It's it's great. It's a good time. Um, but hey, we got a lot to look forward to in 2023. Uh, is there anything that you're looking forward to, Michigan State wise, in the year of our Lord 2023 coming up? How are the thoughts on the basketball team? Are you expecting good things out of football season or? Um, has what happened last year kind of reset everything going forward for you? You know, it's interesting because, com- like you said, coming off of last season, kind of for both sports, I was sitting feeling 
football certainly feeling great. Um, yeah. Even through the summer with the recruit, all the recruiting stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. Uh, that was oh, all yeah. really exciting. Oh, yeah. Basketball has been, ex- you know, hey, it's another new season for basketball. Got some fresh faces, whatever. Um, yeah, I was feeling pretty good. And then, you know, things kind of took a, took a bit of a turn. But so I'm sitting here today feeling maybe less comfortable than I felt this day a year ago. However, I will say I'm still optimistic. And this is going back to okay. tra- traumatic and stress-inducing life. Like I have the same deal because I'm always this sure. way. As soon as the season ends, I'm it's like, great. next year is going to be great. And honestly, for both sports, though, <laughs> they're doing enough uh, – you see enough big names coming in for basketball and football and, you know, there's a long time left to be recruiting. So I'm not ready to, to, to jump ship just yet. So I'm, I still am optimistic about, about next year and yet come find me in, in, you know, eight months and we'll see where I'm standing. But for now, feeling, feeling good. Yeah. I'm the same. Like right now I'm a different person than I would, than what I will be this August of 2023. Yes. Cause like right now I'm thinking like, football is probably going to be like six and six again, five and seven. Like it could be a new quarterback. You know, we lost Reed, Jacob Slade mm-hmm. schedule still tough. We weren't even really close in a lot of these losses last year. But Austin, I'd be lying to you. If I said that by August, I will be predicting a 10 and two record uh, <laughs> without, without a shred of irony. I, I know this about myself. Like I, I will be back to my delusional ways in about eight months here. So uh, I, I can't wait. It, it's going to be a splendid splendid rise to that moment once we hit august um as far as basketball though i don't know just march madness uh, it's kind of the same we've been the last two years just ah, get in the tournament make the second weekend cool eyes on the prize for next year though that's uh something we'll get to yes here in a hot second should we just should we just start with that right now let's get into the superlatives jump in why not and let's just let's just jump into it with you know what we're gonna do off field moment of the year i got some nominees austin may or may not have nominees who's to say but Austin, do you actually have nominees or i have to start blabbering well you know what i'm gonna let you blabber and then i will jump in i have i have a couple of things for all of the prompts that i put aside as like you know candidates or whatever if you get to them awesome otherwise you know maybe an honorable mention or two We'll, we'll get to them. No doubt about that. I'll, I'll read mine off right here. We'll, we'll see if we have any that match or if any, ah, have any other different ones, if I could talk correctly. Off-field, non-game moment of the year. Uh, no, I don't have anything written down that happened in the tunnel in Ann Arbor. <laughs> Maybe you're a different person and you hold that uh, higher than I do, but I don't necessarily have that. I have, hey, get ready for this one. Not football, not basketball, but the Adam Nightingale hire. That's right. He's got the Icy Spartans rolling right now, already in year one. So that's a good off-field hire, if you will. Hey, speaking of hires, Mr. Austin Smith, Brandon Jordan seems to be Mm -hmm. a good hire so far. He's doing his job recruiting on the staff. And let's keep it with football. Let's keep it off the field. Or really, this technically happened on the field, but it was a non-game moment. That's why I kind of added that there. There were goats on the field in Spartan Stadium. There were yes. G-Wagons on the field in Spartan Stadium. There were Ferrari. They turned Spartan Stadium into a Ferrari dealership in the offseason. Uh, it would be remiss if I didn't include that. Also, uh, remember when a lot of people thought, and I'm one of these people, uh, that Johnny Coxlam was a real player that played for Michigan State? You remember that? He as sure well? did. That was a fun little internet thing for a week. Yep, so that, that's got to make uh, a mention as well but what might be at the top of my list and we'll see if you have any that can top this is just the recruiting class for next year for basketball right you got xavier booker all right jeremy fierce cohen Carr, garrick norman 
I think it's safe to say that's going to be near the top of the list for off-field moments because the last three years have been just kind of eh for Michigan yep. State basketball. But we're not used to eh around these parts. We're used mm-hmm. to greatness and that class next year. Yeah, that, so what that, was, that was number one slash the only one for me. I think normally okay. I, I would have had <laughs> the, the Lambos and the you know Ferraris and all that stuff being number one if it had led to – some commitments from some five stars. I, you know, I listen, I'm still getting used to dabbling in this world of recruiting. So I, you know, I know these, these things don't always pan out, but um, that would have been by far number one, but instead it's gotta be that recruiting class. I mean, it's, it was honestly, and I think I said this on our show, like shocking every time one of these guys committed because, but not, yeah. I, I guess really like the Jeremy fears one, you know, he kind of fits the mold of what Izzo's done, even in the down classes with guys like Trey Holloman yep. and, um, you know, even Hogard to a degree. But, like, he's always able to find point guards, and Fears looks like a very, very good one. But then the Xavier Booker, uh, grabbing him is in the face of so many of the things that typically happen to Michigan State. Like, it gets kind of drawn yes. out. Duke gets in the fold. You hear all of these other names, and you're like, okay – I know exactly how this is going to go. And for so, somehow, it 100 times. somehow <laughs> it does not um, is, is pretty exciting. And then on top of that, to ride that momentum into the commitments of Garrett Norman. And then the, I think the real cherry on top is Cohen Carr, because I don't think, you know, call me crazy. I don't think without these other guys, he's probably coming to Michigan state because he had offers from every single school in the country, yeah. which he should. But uh, that one mm-hmm. I think my, maybe my, my tweak of this nominee is my off-field moment is every time I see a highlight from him on Instagram that is just him jumping through the rim. That is just – yeah, I, I couldn't that. be more excited for that. that <laughs> Love class, that. man. It's going to be a lot of fun next year. Wow. So the overall winner is the recruiting class for basketball next year. But I love that as like a sub winner. Yeah. Anytime a highlight flashes across, yeah. that's that's very nice. But yeah, the whole Xavier Booker thing, it really did feel like the 47th rendition of, oh, Michigan State gets silver for this top five star <laughs> recruit. He's going to Kansas. He's going to Duke. Oh, hey, Kentucky's got a spot for him. But oh, God, for once in our lives. And that's an that's an exaggeration. We've gotten good recruits elsewhere, but like still, it feels like a lot more heartbreak than than not. So it was, it was nice, something to smile about. Definitely. Look at us starting with something to smile about because we have some things that maybe not to smile about, but look, as state fans, sometimes we have to just laugh at. It. Like we have incorrect incorrect take <laughs> of the year, which Lord knows I've had a few of those. If you're a listener of this show, a heart sinking moment of the year. We have play of the year as well. But first, I need to talk your ears off about BetOnline.net. Sorry, Austin, I'm going to say goodbye to you really quick. Hey, gang, it's bowl season, and yes, you can still wager a few shekels on the action over at BetOnline.net. Where else are you doing your betting? Well, it sure isn't at the number one source like Bet on the Line, as they are your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball. Hockey's in the mix. They got esports. Look, point blank period. They got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which boy, howdy, G. Willikers, uh, seem, seems like you do if you're listening to this right now, you can find even more of those at betonline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get in on all of your sports betting action. So what are you waiting for? Head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends and action. That is at Bet Online, where the game starts. And let's start this second segment with at least me 
outing myself for being an idiot here because we're going to do incorrect take of the year. Austin, on, on this program, I have some good takes. Hey, it's great. I also have some really not good ones. And who cares about the correct takes? That's not fun. We're going to look back at some of the greatest things that I've said, whether it's on the show, in the privacy of my own home. I don't know if you have any of these, but um, oh, yeah. actually, do you have any incorrect take nominees of the year? Okay, yeah, you oh, seem yeah. very confident in your, uh, in your, in your incorrectness. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? Where's yours, Mr. Austin? Bad. You want mine? <laughs> okay, my, mine is, mine is yeah. probably extremely naive of me. And I'm a little upset that I let myself get, get fooled this way. Uh, I was convinced that the offense, the football team, the offense wouldn't suffer that much without Kenneth Walker. Guilty. Yeah. Very wrong. Yeah. Very, like, yeah. alarmingly you know what? wrong. Yeah. That, that could say. I'm flattered. I'm flattered yeah. to, to be on the receiving end of a slide whistle. But that's, that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I just, you know, for whatever reason, just was expecting probably what a lot of people were expecting, which was, um, you know, guys like Jalen Berger and uh, Jarek Broussard to yeah. just be home runs out of the portal because that's just what happens now. Um Yep. And, you know, yep. I did not give Kenneth his uh, his flower. Well, I did all of the last year. I was effusive in my praise, but I don't think I realized just how special he was. And now what we've seen him do in the NFL, like it's like, oh, OK, that's not a thing that just happens every year for, yeah. for a yeah. team that's not Alabama. Correct. Correct. That's a good place to start. Um, God, my, my adjacent nominee to that might actually be my winner. I'll just say it right now. Um, and this is something I said on these airwaves, on this uh, YouTube channel, on this podcast feed. Uh, the receipts are certainly out there <laughs> multiple times. I, 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 tri- I quadrupled down on this take right here. Um, this is Peyton Thorne's last year because he will be playing himself into the NFL draft. Oof. Oof. Mm. That's tough. <laughs> that's, so that, that's up there. That's, that's a five-star <laughs> incorrect take. Right there. I have some more written down in front of you. Do you, do you have any more uh, written down in front of you? Because that's a strong one. It, it, it's going to be tough to yeah, let me beat that one because I got a laundry list here if you want me to keep going of incorrect oh, I takes thought, of the year. I can say that I thought uh, to go back to the basketball recruiting class, uh, I wasn't sure Izzo was ever going to get another five star recruit. I wasn't sure what he had left fair. in him. And again, like, that's fair. Shame on me because this happens every couple of years when you. When you doubt him, yep. but like, yeah, didn't know if he was going to get one. Didn't know if he's going to hold on to Booker. Um, I was skeptical that they were going to even make the tournament last year towards the end. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of tough, tough basketball takes from, from me personally. I've also got a lot too. Um, I'll go through my basketball ones and we'll end with some football ones. Cause I think the football one might be my winner of the year. And I don't, I need you to judge me on this one because I, it wasn't incorrect in the moment. I will go down swinging with this, but like I said, you know, last year, early last year, like Joey Hauser is unplayable. Like he started his front <laughs> half of the year last year. Yeah. And that ended up being just downright wrong because, well, he, 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 he beat Davidson. Like that, yes. that was, that was no one else. That was Joey Hauser defeated the Davidson Wildcats. So that was a bad one right there. Um, Hey, everyone, can we calm down? Uh, Max Christie is only going into the draft evaluation period. He's going to come back next year. Like, you really think that he's going to just jump ship after one underwhelming year? No. <laughs> Uh-oh. Except um, 
Also, how's how's Max Christie playing for Michigan State this year? Maybe I've missed something, or did he actually stay in the NBA draft? Uh, Surely he, he didn't. Did <laughs> couldn't tell you. That's Whoops. <laughs> yep, and there he goes off to LA to play for the Lakers um, or the South Bay uh, Lakers Sox. I don't know what they call their G League team. Um, this was I was feeling myself early this year after the Kentucky game, the Gonzaga game. Mighty mm. Sissoko is definitely going to be like. Second team all Big Ten, third team at worst. Uh-huh. Stock has crashed a little bit, so I think that rounds out my basketball takes. Uh, I do have some football ones here. Look, there are some people uh, a little skittish after the Akron game, despite the wide margin of victory. They said, okay, this actually isn't looking too good. And I said, <laughs> everyone relax. We're going to be fine. Everyone chill out. Like, they still won. It was a shutout. The defense is fine. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, and then the last one, which might be the winner of the year here, Austin, is uh, Michigan State's up 17 points against Indiana. I'm eating lunch. It's great. We're, we're enjoying a halftime. And I'm saying this, we're going bowling. Oh, I'm man. Just bowling. Like Penn State, you're on upset, you're upset alert next week as well. We might be going seven and five. But yeah, just defiantly saying that, well, we got our bowl game. Let's hope it's a quick lane bowl so it's a close game. So that it's either that one or the Peyton Thorne. Um, it's going to play himself in the NFL. Yeah might be uh tied just for first right yeah the I, of the year so i had one more football yeah. personnel wise and then i thought the amir speed ronald williams combo was going to fix a lot of things in the secondary everything <laughs> and everything and yeah. instead yeah it it got worse for most of the year we we learned a lot about what the transfer portal is mm. and more so what it isn't mm-hmm. uh, as state fans as well. They, they are not facial reconstructive surgery that goes perfect. Like Kenneth Walker was, they're more so just band-aids that you're going to hope stick on and maybe hide some wound going on. I think that's, that was a good lesson moving forward. Um, yeah. I would say yeah. I learned that you can expect things from certain positions more than others. Maybe like, Mm-hmm. a skill because I think if you look around the country there were a ton of players that came in and out of the portal in the last couple of years that have made like massive impacts I mean look at like half of US sure. half of USC's team is impacts Jared right. Gibbs was a was yeah. a was a was a transfer portal kid but then you get into like honestly it feels like defensively more than not with obviously some exceptions it gets uh, a little dicier because I think scheme maybe matters a little bit more and talent isn't Maybe. quick to rise to the yeah. top so yeah you know it's a fun game to play it's awesome i think it's really good for like building up the the, the you know call it the middle part of a roster but you still got to go out and get those those big boys from uh the actual recruiting classes it yeah. seems like those old things yeah yeah that's right yeah oh it's a good lesson so we have two more categories we have heart okay. sinking moment of the year and then we're gonna end on a high note play of the year you know where we're not gonna be all you know this wound up the entire show, but we got to do heart sinking moment of the year. Unfortunately, in the year of our Lord, 2022, no shortage of these moments. I, I've got quite the list written down in front of me. Um, do you have a lot of nominees for this one? Because I could bang through all five of mine right now. We can see I have uh, where you go after this. I have Hit two of them right now. Let's go. Uh, I Let's bet, go. I, I bet one of these is definitely on your list. The other one probably is okay. in some way, shape, or form. The first one for me has got to be Ben Patton missing the field goal at the end of the Indiana game. That was um, that was yeah. so bad. That just yeah. it hurt so bad because it felt like 
with some exceptions during the drive, they actually got themselves into position to win that game in a way at the end of the game that, and at the end of halves that we had just yeah. like not seen from Mel Tucker teams. Yeah. They just seemed to always be super yeah. discombobulated. And they gave themselves a 20 something yard field goal, but if maybe it was even before that, like you give the ball to what your fourth year running back, instead of running to yep. the middle of the field, he runs to the left side of the end zone and doesn't get in. And then no. Ben Patton, you're like, he can't miss this. Like, he's not great, but he can't miss this one. And it doesn't even come close. I'm pretty confident no. that I could put up, at a minimum, a similar effort to that. Maybe not okay. make it. I can get the yeah. ball above the, you know, the bottom part of the field goal post and somewhere in that general vicinity radius. That was sure. That was absolutely a brutal, brutal moment. As bad as it gets. No boy, you know. I, I, so my similar category is just literally any time the field goal unit walked onto the field. That was my heart sink moment. It, was, it wasn't yeah. even just that at the end. It was just any, anywhere from like Akron on, I guess, or I don't know, Washington yeah. on. It's like, oh, someone queue up yakety sacks right now. This is going to go uh, a little sideways. Literally, the kick's going to go I, sideways. Um, I actually think yeah. maybe the worst part of it was Jack Stone making a 51-yarder against Penn State. Because <laughs> like, it's like, hmm. and then transferring you know, immediately afterwards is yep. just like, huh? Okay, I think yep. I see where the mistakes may have been this year. <laughs> to, to tease tomorrow's episode of part two, we'll have a WTF moment of the year, and Jackson <laughs> drilling one from fifty-one yards on the road just a week after a missed twenty-two yarder is certainly going to be a nominee, uh, Austin. So yeah, yes. we're not done talking about that. Yeah, I'm sorry, State fans. <laughs> I'm sure. Most of you are over it. You're sick of us talking about it, but big, big part of the season. Uh, so there you have it. Oh, you had another one, didn't you? You had another nine. I had one more. Right? From the basketball side of things, this also maybe qualifies for the off-field bad moment of the year, but it was during okay. the bracket reveal when I saw Duke as, uh, I think it was the two seed on Michigan State's side of the bracket. I was like, okay, so – this yep. is a, a round of 32 run, and we'll just yep. go ahead and call it a day. <laughs> That's especially in Coach K's last year. Like, you think that yeah. the refs were going to even like, and the refs didn't end up being the issue in that game, but like, I was like, a, oh, well, that's all, folks. Um, that's if great, they would have had to be. Point. If they would have had yeah. to be, they would have been the issue. <laughs> let's put, let's um, leave it there. Yes. Yeah. There was no way MSU was going to get through. Unfortunately, it was just them doing the you know, dirty work of not getting themselves through and not the refs, but I digress. To spring off of that, actually, one of my nominees is seeing Davidson pop up as the first-round matchup because flashes of Foster Lawyer going for 31 points on 8 of 11 shooting from 3 just started running through my head immediately. So that was a bad uh, moment. Ended up working out okay, though, so that's not going to be our winner because everything worked out just fine there. Um, Anytime the field unit went off the field, uh, Minnesota going up 17-0 at home against Michigan State. Uh, that didn't sit all too well with me. And then also, uh, just like, as I'm doing research for a previous show for Michigan State versus Northwestern, seeing that Boo Booey was still on the roster at Northwestern, too, was a heart-seeing moment. It's like, oh, we're all going to oh, lose in a few days. Oh, okay, awesome. I didn't think he was still on the team anymore, but here I am. BartTorvik.com. Boo Booey top player on their team what no this is, can't be the right year no sure enough it was but Austin uh I got one that might be my winner here and it's after the Michigan game uh I put my phone down I'm like I ain't looking at my phone I'm gonna watch this nice trivia show with my wife who I've neglected 
the past four hours as I've watched Michigan State not do good things in Ann Arbor, then I pick my phone up. It's almost molten lava hot. Uh, the screen has never been brighter in its entire life. Notifications from just a- anyone that I've ever talked to in my life. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this isn't just about the loss. Something's happened. Something has happened. And sure enough, open up the phone, open Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, our team was not done talking to the Michigan Wolverines uh, at the conclusion of that game. That was carried on to the tunnel, so that might be – the heart singing moment of the year is uh, just how bright the phone was and how notification riddled my phone was because, uh oh, something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and something wrong did happen. So that might be my winner. Or yeah, I, I think know, that's honestly. that's the winner. <laughs> that's definitely the winner. Yeah, that was, be the that, winner. Was, that was tough. That's like you already get embarrassed. You know, yeah. things are not going well. No, it's we not talk great at all. so much during the season or the off season, oh, and then yeah. that happened. Oh, yeah. Oof, tough, tough moment. Very tough moment. I'll fall to whatever it was. It was like two and five on the season, three and six uh, on the season. Whatever the record was, it was like, oh god, well things can't get any worse. Oh, <laughs> it actually can get worse. Um, <laughs> let's end it on a high note right here, Austin. Play of the year yes tomorrow's episode we'll do game of the year we'll take it from a whole game standpoint we'll do spartan of the year we're gonna have a lot of fun categories but hey we're gonna add on a fun one right here play of the year got a little written down in front of me austin is there one that pops into your head immediately or more than one i mean you're welcome to rattle off as many as you can for the nominees here i have i have one that really stood out for me again you kind of started with it tough year not a lot of incredible highlights to come from, from these games. There was honestly. no Kenny Goings against Duke moment. You know, there was no, no. Kenneth Walker fifth touchdown against Michigan moment. But there's nope. still small wins. Yeah. We had yeah. some. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and one of them was at the very beginning of the year. And I, probably, I might even be forgetting what day this game happened. I might be. So this is very typical. If you've ever listened to my show, this is very typical sure. for me to not actually know what I'm talking about. It was uh, okay. Jaden Reed. <laughs> Catching a touchdown against Pitt in the bowl game. I can't remember what day that game was played on. Uh, we'll count that as 2022. That... Why not? Sure. Sure. I was going yeah, to we'll count Oh, it. my God. Yeah. That's, the, mo- that's yeah. the most me failing in my preparation thing ever. No, it's fine. But I'm uh, sticking Austin's with New it. New Year starts on Christmas. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like thank that. Thank you. you. You flip the calendar when, when Christmas is over. And that, so we're going to count that. We're that, counting. Mike, I, I celebrate the 26th to the 26th. Yes. The Rock, rock, rock the baby. Rock the Touchdown catch. That was that. Maybe that just like rode me into the to the new year. So I'm an idiot. I screwed that up. No, I stand by it. Incredible moment. You're refreshing everyone's mind of great memories that we had uh, back when our our team played in bowl games, uh, which will get ramped up again in 2023. That's right. I'm not going to be totally negative, Nancy. It gets back on the road here in this upcoming year. As I Pummel my pen and almost stab myself in the throat with my ballpoint pen if you're watching YouTube. <laughs> um, uh, so best play of the year. There, here's one that happened um, in basketball, not this season, but last season. Actually, I got two. One of them might be the winner here. Tyson Walker's three against Purdue. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, Austin, that like for a hot mm-hmm. second, it seemed like maybe somewhat a little shaky about the NCAA tournament. Obviously, ended up being okay. And I think, you know, popping that three-pointer against Purdue was the exclamation point to yeah, put all the drama to rest right there. Okay, I'm going to save my other last year basketball one because I think this might be the winner here. Um, either touchdown in overtime against Wisconsin, 
It'd probably yeah. be the winner if they got that sixth win. I digress. Uh, Aikens, this is from this season. Aikens dunking that Villanova player through the rim at Breslin Center. Uh, let's not forget that moment. That poor guy. I forgot his name, but holy mother of Mary, that, that looked violent uh, for Mr. Yeah. Jaden Aikens. But my last nominee, Austin, this is, this is a combination of how funny this moment was and, you know, kind of how maybe there weren't great plays this year. Now, no, 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 no. We're going to be positive. This is how good of a moment it was. At home, in January, last year, Michigan State's wide receiver dribbling out the clock against Michigan at home. Also goes coast-to-coast for a layup as well. So two plays for the price of one here for my final nominee of Keon Coleman just simply dribbling out the clock against Michigan in a what seemed to be a 58-point win. I don't have any memory of it, I got to say. We were doing some day drinking during that game, so the details were a little fuzzy to me. But uh, it's got to be Keon Coleman dribbling the clock out against Michigan for my play of the year. I guess that's, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I agree. I mean, tough year for plays of the year. To be honest with you, tough, tough year for that. I mean, I'm sure there's some from the Davidson game that probably would qualify somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Women's soccer. Hey, they had some great yeah. wins, some great goals, if you will. Yeah. Let's you, you know throw some uh, respect on their name. Right now, um, Jeremy Bernard's touchdown against Western was a movie. You know that that oh. was that was a, a movie. We'll always, uh, we'll, always Jeremy. we'll always have yeah, that, Jeremy. We'll always have that, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. Hey, we did it, Austin. There we go. What a part one. I, I think everyone's in a great wow. mood right now. <laughs> yeah, incredible stuff. I think maybe my my favorite, my best play of the twenty twenty two football season was the last one when the season mercifully ended for us and we could finally start talking about next year. I think that's my, my highlight of the season. Your Michigan state play of the year is when uh, Sean Clifford need the ball in happy yes. Valley. I don't, if that's how the game ended, I don't know. If they even Couldn't the ball, tell you. That's your play of the year. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. But Hey, you know what? This also means that the only way to go is probably up for 2023. So that's, that's part one. Part one's in the books. Folks, uh, and if you like this as much as I did, I always love talking with you, Austin, and also John Kirby, Austin's co-host, will be joining us for part two here tomorrow. So keep it tuned here, and uh, or if, if this is your last episode, you're going to listen to because um, look, it wasn't as uh, cheery as you wanted it to be. Hey, have a great New Year. Love you anyway. Uh, go go check us out in 2023. We'll start the year in good vibes. Let's go. There we go. Thank you, Austin. You're the man. Thanks for having me. You're the best. All right, love you all. Go.